I don't. I know Eli. You've done some uh, some shitty theater at some point. I'm sure. My favorite thing in doing shitty community theater is when you have a line which is here. Take my card. But the other actor takes the card when you say here. <laughs> so, then when you after that have to say take my card, yes. you still have to say it because it's in the script. But you say it with like a bit of sarcasm, like every fucking night, Debbie, we have the same fucking scene. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because we still don't know any better. I'm your host, No Illusions. Heath won't be able to join us today, but sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm fantastic, Noah. Although, much like this movie, I may deteriorate into nonsense and terrible face paint. Really quickly, yeah. Be prepared. And sitting 2,700 miles to my left is special guest masochist Thomas Smith. Thomas is the host of Serious Inquiries Only, Opening Arguments, Philosophers in Space, and the Comedy Shoeshine Podcast. And despite all that, he found time to watch this shitty movie with us. Thomas, welcome back, man. Hey, great to be here. And But mainly, how much should I read into the fact that whenever I come to the show, he doesn't do it. He just A decides. lot. Read, read a lot. Read heavily a lot. into it. Okay. Yeah, read heavily. Yeah. No, it, 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 he was, this wasn't a planned thing, but when he found yeah. out you were going to be here, he's like, you know what? I'm going to have a fucking birthday. All right, so here's the thing, Thomas. Last week we had Kara Santa Marie on, and she had an excuse. Oh, nice. She didn't know what we were asking her to do until she'd already said yes, but you've done this before several mm-hmm. times. What the hell is wrong with you? That's the, the, kind, of, the kind of question on everyone's mind right now. I love it. You know, the thing about watching these shitty movies with you guys is it's actually pretty fun for me. And now it's miserable for you. And I, I would never, <laughs> never want your life. But for me to to casually get to dip into it once or twice a year, like, oh, I remember those crazy old movies with the marks of the beast and the, <laughs> the, the Jesus that looks like nothing like Jesus is the shittiest schlubby guy, which I can't wait to get to. <laughs> I, I, it's fun. And, and furthermore, I seem to always be doing, unless this is every Christian movie, I've done a lot. I feel like I've done a lot of these rapture you know, like <laughs> Revelation one. And I kind of, I know the broad strokes now. Like I, I recognize some stuff, you know, it's like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a casual hobbyist. I'm not an expert, but I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I see what you're, you're doing enthusiastic there. enthusiastic okay. amateur. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So you've already sort of hinted at it, uh, but uh, tell us, Thomas, what will we be breaking down today? We are breaking down the, the film, the fine, finely crafted film, New World Order, which I have to point out on the IMDb page says is still filming. So, <laughs> did you notice that? Explains the quality. <laughs> that explains so much. I know, I know. I thought at first I was like, oh, clearly uh, some sort of clerical error there. And then after watching, I'm like, oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> They're still working on it, but it's just. Yeah, somehow we, insert, the, <laughs> insert the scenes that make sense later. Okay. So, somehow we, we all tuned into their iMac and like was watching the. <laughs> Like the software they're editing it with. I don't, yeah. And and if you also notice on IMDb, I love this. More than half the cast was like, don't put me on the fucking IMDb. Right. right. There's like three people on there. No, even when you go to full cast and crew, yeah. it's still just the same eight people or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you click on full cast and crew and like two names disappear. It's like left. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. <Right. laughs> and Eli, 
How bad was this movie? Well, if you love apocalypse movies, but you've always wanted to watch one slowly rot like the <laughs> economy of Venezuela, you <laughs> will love this movie. Yeah, this is the Venezuelan economy of rapture movies, and we've seen Leap. So does that mean every single, like, ownage video of Ben Shapiro talking to Ocasio-Cortez is just going to be <laughs> New World Order? Oh, oh, healthcare, huh? Well, look at this movie, New World Order, where they're eating rats on sticks. That gonna <laughs> that's going to be their new alt-right thing. They're going to be like, have you ever seen, you like movies, huh? Have you ever seen New World Order? All movies are New World Order. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if I'm not mistaken, I went through the list, and I believe this is our 21st apocalypse movie, not counting the Muslim apocalypse. Woo! And it's movie one of our seventh apocalypse series. Um, uh, now, Thomas, you've actually done a few of, the, uh, of those with us in the past. So uh, where are we ranking this in terms of apocalypse movies, you think? Well, it doesn't have... Remind me of the guy's name who I'm... David A.R. White. It doesn't have David A.R. White. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> right. it's it's already, I mean, in the Christian movie world, that's like, you tell somebody like, oh, we're going to make an apocalypse movie. And they're like, okay, step one, cast David A.R. White. Right. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, how are you going to do the movie? That I don't even understand. So <laughs> that's definitely, you're hamstrung if, if you're doing that. But uh, I would say they all are last. So last is what okay. I would think. All yeah. right. Now, Eli, you've got a, a much wider base of apocalypse movies to draw from. <laughs> where, where would you rank it? I mean, between Thief in the Night and The Tribulation and, of course, the original Left Behind, I, I got to give this last as well. Least fun. <laughs> Although it does come from behind at the end. I, I don't want to spoil a lot, but I will say <laughs> that this movie sort of starts out as just sort of a shitty, badly acted movie with some Christian stuff. And then it gets bad good. Just yeah. towards the end. <laughs> yeah, it, t it takes its sweet fucking time for it. Yeah. Okay, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? I've got to say best worst Mark of the Beast. Um, <laughs> now, you guys, you guys are in the business of podcasting, uh, so I hear. From time to time, I imagine you've had to do something like try to design a logo or, or you know, seek people to help you do something like that. This New World Order logo that they all stamped on their forehead is it's a bit haphazard i'll say i guess it, it, it's there's not it's like kind of a w-ish thing but all kind like of there, yeah no, like there's no there's, oh yeah maybe the o is the circular outside i don't it's just it's not good <laughs> basically this is the logo you get if you you're like hey anybody for free on facebook want to do work for me and and not get paid and then some people are like oh yeah i do logos all the time and they send you this and you're like Oh, never mind. I should probably hire somebody. See, That's the I see thing to do. why people pay for this. Yeah. Uh. Well, and not only is the design ridiculous, but it's clearly stamped on on your way out of the bar so you can get back in. Yeah. It, it is resentful face painter 10 minutes before he's supposed to leave. I like the getting back into the apocalypse. No, I was just in this apocalypse. I was just, oh. no, I, I wanted, I was going to just step out of the apocalypse to smoke it's, for a second. It's just smudgy is all. It's yeah. still there. Dude, I was just, stop. What? No, I, my drink is right there. I was just in this apocalypse. <laughs> All right, so I, I honestly, I th thought about going with best, worst, Mark of the Beast myself, but I ended up going with best, worst, 
ages. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone in this movie that needs to be a particular age is the I'm surprised the parents weren't younger than the children. The Antichrist <laughs> is like 19. His minion is 14. The, the 20-year-old uh, lead's love interest is in his 40s. Her parents are in their 90s. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> At one point, they give their date of birth. And he says like 51 or 52, and he means 1850. <laughs> like I voted for Taft, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, also, I have this note later as well, but it's so true. And like, they're in their 140s or so, 130, 140. And their daughter, who's like a, supposed to be at, in school and living at home, is pushing 40 i don't yes. like what what is any of this i don't know <sighs> all right i'm gonna go with best worst slowly losing control of the movie this again <laughs> this movie starts out a movie and by the end the bodyguards get out of the car and you're like oh they ran out of money it is <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> Honestly, I expected like a, a whole shot that's just like the guy leaving the camera there and having a weepy fight with his ex-wife, just like, you fucking bitch, you fucking bitch. And then like gets left in the movie, he brings it back up again. Oh, sorry, now back to the movie. It's just like, it yeah, spins I mean, out of control. By the end of this film, you were expecting large white cutouts that just said car on them. Yeah. <laughs> They're running around in a it's a car chasing. <laughs> Well, they blew all their money on the combination guillotine uh, cannon <laughs> lava <spoof>. machine. <laughs> we'll get there. It yeah, is we'll amazing. Get there. We'll get there. It is worth the wait, <laughs> folks. All right. Well, we've got a lot of movie and very little plot to get to, so we're going to keep the break brief. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the inaction that is New World Order. Gotta tell you, Grandma, we are so honored to finally make this script you wrote into a movie. I'm so proud of you, boys. You have everything you need. Yeah, Grandma, thanks for the loan. Um, Grandma, are you in here? Oh, hello, boys. How's the movie going? Uh, good. You, you never sent us those pages of the script we needed. I, I didn't. Well, where is my mind going? Here they are. Here they are. Okay, thanks, Grandma. Grandma? Why aren't the lights up? Jesus, what is all this stuff? Uh, Ronald, is that you? No, Grandma. Grandpa has been dead for years. I made a souffle just like you like. Cool. Uh, we're just going to take these script pages that you wrote in your own feces. Make sure the cats don't see you eating paper or they'll call the government. Got it. Thanks. We're still... Doing the movie. Hi, I'm Tony D. Are you a Christian movie maker looking to fill your film with some background music? Have you never heard of the incredible library of free music available? Well, then head on down to Tony D's house of Christian movie music fillers. We got opera. Uh, uh, opera, Lulu, Italian words, opera. We got Christian rock. Jesus, 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 a country Jesus. And more Christian rock. Oh, uh, Jesus, 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 a country Jesus. But that's not all. Act now and we'll throw in a very special spot on song. That's background music that describes what's happening in your movie way too specifically. 
And now Bill has to go back to his daughter and beg her forgiveness. Take a ride on I-95. Goni D's house to Christian movie music fillers. Because if you knew how to make a good movie, it wouldn't be Christian. <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown. And we're going to start off with about 14 minutes of flaming credits. <laughs> <laughs> Including epic royal entertainment. They they might as well call themselves bestest movie awesome sauce. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when I saw Webb Pickersgill was attached to this project, that's when I knew we were (laughs) in for free. What? Not only that, my favorite thing about these Christian movies, it's never a good sign when in your title sequence, one guy is doing like way too many jobs. Yeah. I'll be like, Web Pickersgill, direction, editing, sound design, costumes, fully, lying to the banks about what we were doing with their money. Right, yeah. And key grip. Best boy. Yeah. Also, written and produced by a husband and wife team named Dwayne and Antoinette. Yeah, that's always a good sign. <laughs> Music note, though, uh, killer music if this is like Final Fantasy V on PlayStation 1. Well, you know, oh, the yeah. writer-director also did the music, so he must be <laughs> super... That's actually that's actually true. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get, uh, by the way, this movie is an hour and 25 minutes, so they milk these credits. They're yeah. like, hey, can we do the special thanks at the front? No, we do can't we, do the do special we, thanks. Can it only be people who are in the movie? Uh, like, yeah, we, could, what if, we could put Brad Pitt on there. I mean, we could credit lots of people. <laughs> Do we, yeah, is, is the title sequence where you put like people who've inspired you over years. <laughs> <laughs> you put that one quote that's like, "Be the change you want to see in the world." <laughs> Everyone's got a yearbook quote in the in the credits. <laughs> yeah, and but yeah, I think Eli, you've already mentioned it. Like the the trajectory of this movie, because very clearly. 87% of the production budget was in this title sequence. Like oh, it's, yeah, it's, absolutely. There's there CGI logos. At one point, I'm pretty sure we're in, we're playing Doom, like the original Doom, because <laughs> like the wall, the way, you know, those weird brick walls and stuff. And then that turns into the CGI logo. The weird thing is, though, again, another Christian movie thing, because I have so much experience doing this. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> uh, it, it it's this weird time travel because... It's never, it's 20, it's, it's 20 fucking 18 and all the titles make me feel like I'm in 1999, but I'm right. not. It's just low budget, shitty CGI. Yeah. They're always 15 years behind everything. Yeah. <laughs> they, like the phones are always 15 years behind. The computers yeah. are always 15 years. The, the fashions. Yeah. I was going to say every dude's style is nineties dude with the sunglasses and the shitty yep. goatee. Like it's, yep. it's all 15 years behind at least. All right, so eventually we get our way out of these enormous goddamn credits, and we open up on a van full of crying people with their wrists zip-tied. If you like to watch people cry with their wrists zip-tied, this is the porn for you. Uh, for the people who do like to watch people cry with their wrists <laughs> zip-tied, it's not that good. I've got better videos to send you. Message me. Message me on Facebook. I got some good stuff. And during this van scene, there's what I guess is somebody's idea of sound effects. Because oh, my it's, God. <laughs> it's just somebody's like using a typewriter or I, something or like <laughs> you threw in the dryer. You threw in like one jacket with a big ass <laughs> yeah. zipper. 
And I, yeah, like I know we're being abducted, but I've just, I got a killer manuscript I'm working on on this typewriter. Just let me, let me just type punch this out. <laughs> well, that's the thing. At, at a certain point, I'm like, okay, oh, that's the sound effects. I thought there was a giant bug in the van with <laughs> oh them my or God. something. Legitimately several times, and I'm not even making this up. I paused the movie because I wasn't sure <laughs> if something was <laughs> yes. happening outside of my house like i was like is yes this, what it <laughs> so i watched this movie at my hometown of binghamton new york because i was visiting family and i watched this with my baby sister my younger sister and about a third of the way through the movie she goes this movie doesn't sound like any other movie <laughs> it's weird can you watch this downstairs <laughs> It's one guy doing the Foley, but he's using like his webcam from the early 2000s as his microphone. And there's no, like, it's just awful. It's yeah. really fucking bad. Okay. So eventually the van pulls up at the fucking warehouse or whatever <laughs> that they could afford to use. And they, they pull everybody out. I love to, they, they say, get to, get out females first. I'm like, okay, chivalry's not dead yet. <laughs> and we have the exact same reference for this guard. And I'm, I can't, I'm, you know, it's just shows goes to show how perfect of a fit is it. Uh, is because, are we talking about super ripped Paul Giamatti? <laughs> yes, exactly. It I have Paul crazy. Giamatti's buff hunk of a younger brother. Is <laughs> really bitchy. Like he's a really bitchy New World Order guardy thingy guy. Oh, it's amazing. Okay, and so and by the way, as they're pulling all these characters out, we meet our two main characters, who I have as Wool Cap and Chubbs. Yes. <laughs> and as soon as I see that she's wearing a wool cap in the desert in the summer, I'm like, okay, just put her up against the wall and fucking shoot her. I'm done with her. <laughs> I have so many notes about the wool cap. So <laughs> I, much I, literally, I just have her as wool cap throughout the whole fucking movie. <laughs> if there's so much more wool cap content in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so and immediately, because again, once again, I'm a grizzled veteran of these movies. Mm -hmm. Immediately, I knew the one guy was Jesus. Like, because they just put a guy in there is, oh, he's suspiciously calm during all this. Like, yeah, it's Jesus. I know. Oh, I already know you're I have moving. him as Corey ate too much ham. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so they're bringing him into this warehouse. And I love this bit too. I've got to highlight this. When the guard stops to like get in, he says, you know, I'm so-and-so ID number four, six, 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 two. And I'm like, does everybody's fucking ID code have yes! a 666 in it? <laughs> yeah. I, I want I want so badly to see the scene where like everybody stops using the 666 so it's shorter and the Antichrist is like, guys, no, use the six in your four six 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 two. Yes, but but the only part that's different is the is the four and the no, yeah, four six 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 two. Not only that, by the way, the same like three henchmen are responsible for the entire world. Yes. So like it's really just four six six two and four six six three. Like yeah. that's the only that's, yeah. two guys. This is a remarkably narrow cast apocalypse, yes. <laughs> um and by the way, so and throughout all of this, by the way, Eli's taking a sloppy shit on a keyboard set to ambiance. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm shitting on an Enya record while she watches, just like. <laughs> and acting note, most of them think the best way to show fear or emotion or whatever is just by making their lower jaw do a bunch of weird gymnastics. Right. Honestly, I guess, I guess this won't translate to a podcast well, but it's just like. Oh, yeah, their like, acting mentor for this film was a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they bring them all into this weepy orientation room. Everybody sits on the floor because this film didn't have the budget for that many chairs, apparently. I just wrote, I just wrote please start with an icebreaker. Please start with an icebreaker. 
All right, we're going to go around uh, the room. I'm uh, um, <laughs> Carl the cat. Uh, you, you were Dinah the d- d- Dingo. <laughs> Dinah the Dingo. All right. My favorite thing about the New World Order, if I had to pick something, is how every buff Paula Giamatti hunk is required to wear a tight ass like muscle tee. That's my favorite part. And, <laughs> and sunglasses, regardless of the time of day or whether or not it's right, an right. interior and then shot. There's yeah. always there's always one extra who can't quite pull off the look. You know, the muscle tee. He's, he's like, hey guys, what? You know, what if instead of muscle tees, it was like big cool jackets or something? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of people who couldn't fill out a muscle tee, this is where we meet the Antichrist's minion (laughs) who is wearing his dad's suit. (laughs) Yeah, college Republican, same thing. Absolutely, yeah. I have him down as slightly less evil Charlie Kirk. Okay, there you go. (laughs) I have have college Republican and uh, he starts talking and I just want to say like, okay, somebody going to tell this guy he has some shit on his forehead? Like, everybody else punked him and he's like reading the, (laughs) hey, you're all... Why is everybody laughing at me? I said, shut up. You're all sentenced to death. I don't, I don't understand. You're laughing at what is, do, what's going on? My fly down. I, you're you're going to die. And again, to prove how sloppy this movie is, the, the whole thesis of this scary framework is that they're going to call their names and bring them to be executed. And the first guy that gets called is John Connor. Oh, it actually, <laughs> it was John Carter. Not, not better, by the way, just different. <laughs> but yes, yeah. And then the wool cap turns to Chubbs and says, boy, how did we wind up in a place like this? In a place like this. She might like as well this. just say, in a doodly do. Yeah, right. Doodly do. <laughs> and, and she also has a line of, I can't believe this is happening in this obvious post-apocalyptic world we've been living in for three years. Yeah, right. Like, what, what, I, it's, seriously, like this is the first thing you should have expected. So, yeah, so they do a, a fucking doodly do on a Fisher Price xylophone. And then we cut to the past where Woolcap is sitting in a park highlighting parts of the Book of Revelations. <laughs> she, again, she's not supposed to be Christian. So she's one of those atheist Bible readers, you know, just casually. Well, there's three of them on this podcast. So, I also- yeah, you know, all three of us when we go to a park and sit uh, by a tree. And my note is actually flashback. Remember when I used to sit and put my hand through my hair 75 straight fucking times for no reason <laughs> while someone generates nonsense computer music? Oh, my That's, God. Remember that? This chick goes for the sexy hair flip so goddamn oh many five they times. They all do. It, yeah. And they always fail. Always. <laughs> yeah, every they, time. They, like, miss. She gets it in people's. It. She gets it in her eye. She gets it in someone else's mouth. <laughs> They're yeah, like, shit, shit. Yeah. Flips it down. Hits her head on a countertop. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously thought it was intentional because the next shot is, you know, as she's highlighting Revelation, as we all, you know, casually do, uh, she spots a hunk, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a 90s <laughs> surfer dude's guy, and he puts his hand through his hair. Yes. And I thought that was like a, like, a, you know, how sinners in this world identify themselves. I don't know if it was, you know, like the thing in the park where you've got the handkerchief and that kind of thing. Oh, and by the way, this character who's supposed to be a cute surfer boy is... 46? Uh, okay. Yeah. It, it is so sad. So here's the thing about this dude. I, I wanted to check, right? So I got on IMDb to try to find out how old he is. His birthday isn't listed. All it says on him, it doesn't have a picture or anything. All it says is fifth degree black belt instructor and former karate national champion. <laughs> oh my God, really? I, I literally have a note. There's a fight scene later. And I was like, does this guy <laughs> know? Guess. 
karate like he did he all it's, it's way out of place in in a yeah. movie that's supposed to be about normal people and then he does like roundhouse kick yes. like, what the fuck oh where he makes the entire movie stop so he can do the slowest <laughs> saddest roundhouse <laughs> kick in the history of time hey we'll get i to will it. have you know he is a fucking former karate national champion and i looked that up only about 400 people a year get that title and and, wow. and, and in many of the events there are multiple competitors <laughs> And he was a 90s surfer skater dude, cool guy. And he has not changed a fucking nope. article of clothing nope. or a hair on his head since the Well, 90s. he lost a few of the hairs on his head, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> but not He's, intentionally. He yeah. is everyone I run into in my hometown. Every <laughs> time I'm like shopping when I visit, some guy's like, Eli. And I'm like, whoa, Devin. Yup. There you are. I've... <laughs> I remember that shirt from high school, man. <laughs> this is my wife. And do you right. want to introduce me to your car keys? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the chick, uh, the wool cap, she's, she oh. gets in her car. She's about oh, to leave. So good. Her friend calls her and she backs up like about four oh, inches. I know. No, I know. I have it. You can actually triangulate. Oh, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> you can see outside the window. I rewound this several times. You can track the motion of the car next to her on your TV. It moves. I've got 3.5 inches. Okay. And then I you guess hear, four, but you're, yeah. 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 So we're in, you know, within the realm of air there. I think we've made similar calculations. And then you hear, <laughs> so like the only way she could have actually hit this guy with her car is if he had been on the back, dry humping the back of her car. Which, honestly, now that I say it out loud, might yeah. have been what he was doing. Yeah, like, but the honestly, other thing is, okay, so if somebody hits you in their fucking car after going three inches, it doesn't hurt. I know. <laughs> I know. What's the hardest you could have hit the guy? Like, yes. Oh, so good. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so she jumps out of the car and she's like, oh, my God, I hit you with my car. And he's like, it's OK. It's a meat cute. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> here's this crazy. He's like, I tell you what, I'll forgive you for hitting me with your car if you go out with me. And she goes, do I have a choice? And you see the actor gets confused because he's like, no, but that's no. It's in the script. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> My but note don't. here is I blacked out because the scene and the acting was so uncomfortable that I can't even process it. Please tell me whatever happened. <laughs> okay, so just, I'll ugh. I'll fill you in. He's you know how they got those insurance uh, scammers that'll jump out in front yeah, of your car yeah. and say he does it's that a with fucking dicks. empty parking lot. It's an empty <laughs> parking lot. She backed up three point five inches and heard a dump. And by the way, that okay, I know this is low budget. I know it's low budget. It doesn't cost you more to back up five feet <laughs> and stop. I d uh, gas? Well, the gas. Thomas? Yeah, exactly. Gas? Hello. I was going to say. <laughs> That's how tight the budget was. They're like, yeah. we literally only. <laughs> you can you move know three inches. She goes <laughs> yeah. three and a half, and they're like, That's coming out of your check, bitch. <laughs> right. In the, in the first take, she backed up a normal amount, and they were like, Whoa, gas. Oh. <laughs> All right, fucking money, money bags over there. In the, in the first take, she backed up nine inches. They're like, well, now how are we going to get home? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now apparently we're done with that. Back. Like, like, I shit you not. They seem to think that they needed a flashback for they met. Right. Like, like if we see these two characters together later, we're going to put together that they met. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. But will we know how adorable it was <laughs> that she hit him with a car? Yeah. 
All right, so now we go back to the evil sitting room and and the nerdy pale kid in the two big suit. I don't know if this character ever gets a name, um, but he's trying to do intimidating and failing like a motherfucker. And he offers everybody clemency. He's like, if you'll take the mark of the beast, you can go free. And one one dude's like, well, fuck, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah the black guy. He's like, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I felt ends. like it was a race thing, too. It was yeah. just me. Is that like the only black guy that's visible in the shot and that <laughs> speaks in the whole movie is like, I would like to be evil. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> And I love college Republican tells us he goes like in the name of Lord Aldo DeLuca. And I just think Aldo DeLuca to me, I don't know why, but it just sounds like a baseball player who, you know, decent hitter, but never like that big, probably a catcher, <laughs> you know, like two pretty good average. Yeah, but if, he's not, if you don't play fantasy, it. you would have never heard of him, though. Right, yeah, right, right, right. He's absolutely killing it in the New World Order, though. He's yeah. really found his calling. <laughs> All right. So like uh, wool hat and chubs are, are, are arguing over whether they should take the mark and, and they, they can't decide whether they should or not, but they're pretty sure they shouldn't. And then we cut, I assume, to another flashback. We're just left to figure this out <laughs> on our own. And I want to point something out about this scene. OK, so this scene takes place in a church. These two girls are the only white people in the church. Now, the director and writer is a black dude. This is definitely his church, and it's the only church that would like, like he was allowed to use. And he's just like, okay, yeah, we'll just have two white girls sitting in the background. It'll be that'll be perfectly normal. It'll, it won't yeah. look weird at all. So this is when uh, she's texting the new beau that she ran mm-hmm. over, of course, yes. as you do. And uh, so the, it's so they don't even understand this movie has no fucking idea what its own characters are because both of these two girls take turns. Like one at first is the religious one, and then the other one is mm-hmm. the religious one. And then they go back in yep. the end, like they want it to be a twist. It, it, so who fucking knows? But anyway, the the wool cap girl is like, oh, he wants to go out tonight. And the, the blonde girl is like, tonight, it's Sunday. And it's like, you're in fucking church. What more does this religion demand from? Is church <laughs> an entire fucking day now? Did I miss that? You're, you're in church. You can't go out after church. Jesus. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if you can't go out after church, then who's going to harass all the waitresses that are working about how they're not in church? (laughs) Also, I love this. She's looking through an album on her phone of photos of the new guy. Not like photos of his Facebook. She's got an album. You can see it's photo 11 of 13. She's just like going through basically his headshots. It might as well have his real name on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) So they get all dolled up to go on this date. And this is where my only guess is that Webb Pickersgill, who uh, I'm sure did also did hair and makeup, I'm guessing. I think <laughs> Webb thinks it's still 1987. Yep. Because, like, she looked okay when clearly she was in charge of how she looked. Like, you know, she's like, oh, I got my wool cap. That's kind of my signature. And then they get dolled up and she's got ridiculous bangs and some hoop earrings. <laughs> like, it's fucking 1987 to go on this date. Yeah, well, they're going to Gus's Pizza, so you want to doll oh, up a okay. bit. You know, that's yeah, a pretty romantic yeah, place okay and this is also where we learn she turns she's chubbs turns to wool cap and she's like i feel like there's something you're not telling me about this boyfriend of yours and she says he's a stripper yes (laughs) this fucking overweight out of shape 44 year old guy with the bleach blonde receding hairline is a stripper Oh, my God. I would pay any amount of money to be there the day this actor brought this idea up. (laughs) Okay, so we need a job for the boyfriend, Jason. Oh, what if I'm a stripper? You're a stripper. Yeah, like a male stripper. Like I take 
clothes huh. off for money. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you seem like the the type for a, a male stripper. What? You, you guys don't think I could be a stripper? Probably not, uh, man, to be honest. Uh, well, hey, what if he's like a country music backup dancer? Oh, that's uh, good. Or like in a Nickelback cover band. I, I really think yeah, ooh, that's makes good. a lot more yeah. sense. For, uh, how about a divorced dad? Is that a job? Oh, really, he really looks like a divorced dad. Yeah. We're going with stripper. Okay. That's yeah, how I mean, if anything, I'm thinking it's like 50 bucks or I'm taking off these pants. That That's what I'm assuming. <laughs> to be fair, though, you, I mean, you haven't seen him do a roundhouse kick when he's well, just got the thong <laughs> on. It's a really, it's a really good move. I like it. You but, I mean, I've heard, I, I know people who. Oh my okay. God, are you guys picturing a karate themed stripper? Like he comes it's in and he absolutely would He takes it super seriously. He's like. He's doing karate strip scene, but he's also keying like to an awkward <laughs> volume. He's, <laughs> like he's doing actual like. You know, I get it, man. Doing it's risk control with karate dick, yeah. <laughs> you see this? You see this? Total control over my dick. He right definitely now. bows to his sensei before he gets up on the stage to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All right, and and so this is a double date. It's a blind date. Chubbs is going to meet his uh, buddy. And they, they go into this fucking pizza place and have conversation that is aggressively banal, right? Oh my God, like I, people, yeah. I thought I was going to You come die. here often and then they have a three-minute conversation about whether she comes here often. It, it's so bad. So here's the crazy thing. The conversation is so awkward and stumbly that I thought the movie was going for, this date isn't going well, but these people <laughs> all date for three more years. Yep. This is just how the English language works for these people. In any other movie, it'd be like, wowza, what a bad date. But he's like, <laughs> right. so, what are you doing later? I'm here now. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie's like they're nailing it you guys are on fire this you could very cut the clearly... sexual tension with a karate chop <laughs> <laughs> I, my note was you're fucking improving the dialogue of this scene you don't have the chops for that you need no. to write a fucking scene you don't oh, have come, the chops come for here that a lot. either as it turns come out come here a lot good good spot uh, try to get over here a couple of times a week. What? Do we, what? Just, yep. You have to write the fucking scene. You have to. Uh. <laughs> oh, and meanwhile, by the way, on the news that's yeah. playing at this college hangout. And, and by the way, just like in every goddamn apocalypse movie that has ever been made, the news is yeah. WNN. Right. Back yeah. me up, Eli. Every goddamn one of these we've yes. seen. It's always I WNN. I, I have in my notes, if every time I saw WNN in a movie, I got a dollar, I would legitimately have hundreds of dollars at this point. <laughs> my favorite thing about the WNN is their very modest tagline. Because he, he comes in, first of all, it's Alan Jennings. And I got to say, I mean, I only get my news from Alan Jennings. He's <laughs> right, the most no, obviously. Yeah, of course. And, and he starts in with, your source for reliable information. <laughs> so it's like, that's like a tagline that even Fox News was like, that's not really enough. For, like, we yes. want to go further. <laughs> Your source for reliable information. <laughs> Gus's pizza. It's edible. Yeah. Yeah, just exactly. <laughs> and so he starts talking about this Iran Iranian assassination scheme that I actually rewound several times <laughs> to try to understand. And it still makes no fucking sense. And then I wanted to, I think yeah. after that, Alan Jennings is like, in other news, uh, Lord DeLuca had a two RBI night for the Padres. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. So, yeah. So these two have a date. Again, this scene exists entirely to establish all of these people have met. Yep. And then we get a daybreak over a graveyard to a whiteout. No reason. Literally no goddamn reason. (laughs) And then we pan from the sky down to a suburban home and the words three years later. So we just got three years ahead of nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, this movie drips with. I said pan slower, damn it! Do you want to have less than an hour long movie? Amazon said they would only give us a dollar if it's less than an hour. Don't be a dick. Pan slower. And by the way, three years later, and personally, I'm glad Alan Jennings is still the news guy, though. Like we cut right to Alan Jennings still handling the news like a pro. Yeah, yeah. No, to. it's it's great the way that none of the characters aged at all in that time <laughs> yeah. either, since still they were wearing all the high same school. outfit. At the same, yep. yeah, right. <laughs> same clothes. So, okay, so we 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 meet an an old couple. They're watching the news. This is Woolcap's parents, I guess. Oh, uh, and Dad looks like a bouncer who got hit with an aging ray. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, ex pro wrestler that never actually was a real pro wrestler. Was just kind of a trying to get into pro wrestling. Right, he was same there thing. for the same guy thing. you heard of to kick the fuck out yeah. of. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this this couple is sitting watching the, you know, Alan Jennings deliver the news like a pro, as he does. And and the Alan Jennings is doing the, the typical apocalyptic movie stuff, which is, well, the New World Order is saying the face tattoos or, you know, whatever. And the the mom is like, I'm somewhat alarmed by the news lately. <laughs> yes. Okay, so there's something called the New World Order, <laughs> and they have a mark that's on everybody's forehead. Warning. And just now, this mom is like, gosh. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I've noticed the other day. Just, yeah. She's also the lady who would have not voted for Trump again if he said the N-word. Like, that's the same woman. She's like, that was my, yeah. you know what? The mark and not and the N-word. Those are my lines. Her dialogue is pretty much, could something called the New World Order, despite all my expectations to the contrary, be bad? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so they have this conversation about, I don't know, I'm not so sure about this mark of the beast on my face thing. And then we cut back to Woolcop. She's studying the goddamn Bible more. It's been three fucking years. You have plenty of time to finish that goddamn book. I knew it's long. I read the fucking thing. It didn't take me. Oh, oh. God, it did take me three years. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, hard disagree, man. <laughs> you can never get through that fucking thing. <laughs> took me six years. All right, so now we have the first of many telephone conversations between Woolcap and Chubbs oh. where no information is exchanged. It's it's literally, it's like, so you want to uh, meet up in the next scene? Sure. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, why don't we just shoot that scene? No, no, we need to. <laughs> <laughs> no, people want to know that. how we got there. It's been three yeah. years after all. <laughs> so. and, and the only thing about this is Chubbs during the scene is getting her hair cut, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. she's like, She's getting her hair cut and then she hangs up the phone. And I so and her hair artist lady, her supercuts yeah. lady, has the mark. And I wanted her to start <laughs> selling her on the mark like essential oils. Just like, honey, can I give you some advice? The mark is the best. She's like, oh fuck, I'm in the chair. Oh, I got a smile and nod. So yeah, the, the hairdresser lady is super excited about the Antichrist rally that she says is later this afternoon. Keep that in mind when three days later in this movie, that happens. She meant they're shooting it later this oh, afternoon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not actually clear which things are scenes and which things are them coordinating their schedules to shoot scenes. <laughs> so like right. it's, yeah, it's, it might be all together. We don't even know. Like there might have been yeah, not even an actor there. It was just kind of a one and the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, so Woolcap 
heads downstairs to go meet up with Chubbs. And she looks at her mom. She's like, what's the matter, mom? And mom's like, oh, you know, the apocalypse has got me down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I had a similar note. It was, what's the matter, mom? Besides the fact that I'm clearly pushing 40 and living with my 200-year-old parents. Oh, uh, I and they have this amazing like rebellious teenagers in my right moment where it's like, honey, <laughs> you've got to go get the mark of Satan or you won't be able to buy and sell goods. And she's like, God, mom, I don't well, want the mark of Satan, but just, you know, as a casual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not no religious reasoning or anything. But but her actual line is, it's OK, mom, I'll burn that bridge when I get yeah. to it. <laughs> what I, I want to know was. I genuinely think that was accidental. I, like, yeah, I don't, absolutely. Yeah, that's what the yeah. writer honestly thinks that phrase is. Yeah, that's no one reacted. Did. It wasn't like, oh, that's a funny joke, daughter. It was no, there's no reaction. You just said it like it was all cross that bridge when I get. I want to hear this girl's other phrases. She's like, you know what they say? A penny saved is a penny burned. <laughs> <laughs> a burn in the bush is worth two in the hand. Oh, okay, it's a fire thing. You need so, help. <laughs> and the scene ends with the the girl saying, Woolcap saying. Whoa, what what are you guys gonna turn me in? It's like, dummy, they're doing face tattoos. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> obvious. Like no one needs to turn you in. Are you gonna turn me? Like they they're gonna <laughs> look oh, this person doesn't have a face tattoo. <gasps> we didn't all just instantly see that? Like there's no turning in required. Yeah, right. All right. So Woolcap and Chubbs meet up. I I should point out, by the way. Because you might be thinking like, man, these guys are really taking their time. No, we are a third of the way through this film at this point. That's the end of act one. Yeah, this movie is amazing because every time you start to get bored of it, you could pause it and go, huh, I'm a third of the way through whatever I thought I was last time. Yes, right. (laughs) Uh, So they have a little chat, which basically goes, I don't know. I think my parents are hellbound. Want to get a burger? Sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, they almost say, well, wow, this... This scene serves no purpose. You want to go eat while we're not doing anything anyway? And and I got to say, too, the lead actress is one foot three. So (laughs) two inches taller than Lucinda. She's she's five foot four. They say that later. (laughs) That's what what they say later. That's she is not five foot four. Well, and also, by the way, her nose has been broken four times per month since she was 13. My God. Okay, I have this note and I feel a little bad about it because like, you know, I don't want to The tip of her nose is touching the base of it. (laughs) Every single person in this movie needs not just one nose job, but like (laughs) probably... One to three nose job, like every person in the movie. Yep. You know how you, you see those like heartwarming news stories on 60 Minutes about it took a team of 27 surgeons to sew this guy's <laughs> face back on after a monkey bit it off. That's what this woman needs for most jobs. She just yeah. needs she needs a team. Yeah, something that's done in a big stadium where other doctors have to come watch. Yeah, a something foreign like that. country where certain things are legal. Yeah, that's what she needs. <laughs> And in this scene, every single, or sorry, both of them put their hands through their hair 75 more (laughs) fucking times. All right. And then we cut to mom and dad getting their marks. And (laughs) you would think that the mark giving people would go out of their way to be like not blatantly evil. You would be wrong. I mean, look, it's nice to know that even after the apocalypse, the DMV will be exactly the same. (laughs) My note is I'm not leaving this scene until I see every single extra in this line get a pointless five minute pat down. Oh, my (laughs) fucking 
Web Pickers Guild want to maybe edit one fucking thing out of your movie. <laughs> and then, as though they were trying to disprove my claim, they walk into a room full of chairs. I'm like, well, fuck, if you had the chairs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Chairs are for people who get their marks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And my note is the lady in charge, the DMV lady in charge, has a hand tattoo. Is that... <laughs> Is the hand mark okay? Why does everybody have, have the mark on their fucking forehead? Like, I didn't know hand mark was an option. Yeah. Well, did did it, anybody know that? Is that a common Christian thing? Like, well, you're yep. allowed to just yeah, not yeah. do it in the middle of your fucking forehead? No, it's the hand or the forehead is what they always say. And keep in mind now, like, that, like when the when the bad guy at the very beginning was bringing him into the, the orientation to go get killed, he uses his hand as an ID, his, the mark on his hand as an ID. So imagine what the forehead people have to do <laughs> when they get to that door. We've talked about this before because in a lot of them, they use the hand thing as like a scanner, like they're scanning groceries or whatever. And I did. They never show the fucking forehead guy go, oh, God, this is so embarrassing. I got to bend over now. I'm sorry, sir. Do you have a chip? You got to put your forehead in the thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't remove your forehead. Don't take it out. You have to insert your forehead into the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the the DMV lady in charge of everything is like, mm, okay, well, let me just enter your information into the New World Order 1998 Dell computer yep. system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking IBM pet, yeah. And there's yeah. this amazing moment of non-tension where it's like, does anyone else live in your home with you? And dad's like, uh, lying words. I'm sorry, <laughs> did, you, did you say lying words? Um, lying. Lying. Cover up lie. <laughs> Tangled web. Yeah, and I should also point out, this is one of those moments where Eli's sister was like, why the fuck does everybody sound so weird? Because everyone is randomly mic'd, like the DMV lady is yeah. regular volume, everybody else is in a goddamn can somewhere. Mom and dad shared a mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we cut back to Woolcap and Chubbs getting a burger together. Now, they need, from the beginning of this scene, for these two characters just to have some chit-chat type conversation. Yes! <laughs> and what is better small talk than, <laughs> did you hear about that nine-year-old who killed his parents for being Christian? <laughs> I got an award for it. Oh, <laughs> uh, this scene is so great. First off, they're at the McCoy's kitchen, which, oh, I get it. All the McCoy's that were in the credits because the whole family was in charge of this piece of shit movie. Oh, right, <laughs> and right. Then, they order from this New World Order restaurant or whatever. They want some water, and the New World Order restaurant serves bottled water with no labels. So that's by far the most weird ass thing about this. New yeah, World it's order the so thing far. I'm looking forward to least about the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. That's clearly tap water. And then they just bottle. casually drop. They ca and, and okay, as much as I'm an expert at this, I didn't know this. They casually drop. Well, ever since the rapture, yes! he just changed. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> you guys have been like fucking getting your hair done and like yes! working at a burger place. There's been a rapture this whole fucking time. Wow. Just, and also, I love the idea that, oh, this is this is like a deep character insight. Well, ever since the rapture, he's changed. Yeah. No fucking Hadoy. Like if, right. well, if half the world or whatever is beamed up like you're probably going to change a little bit well and she says specifically she's like well his dad and his mom and his brother and his sister all got raptured and he didn't he's been a little bit of a bitch since that like what <laughs> yeah. They, yeah but they completely just casually retroactively insert the goddamn rapture <laughs> yeah. 
It was during those scenes we didn't shoot that we just cut through. That's yeah. why. Oh, uh, and I love that nobody cares about this. Like, I, are there people that are like our <laughs> nine eleven? Like the people who still care about nine eleven in our universe? Are there people who care about rapture? It's like, do you remember the rapture? Yeah, I remember the rapture, Never man. But forget. I don't know. <laughs> I'll think about it on the day when it happens. But I don't. Yes. Want to, <laughs> I went to the rapture museum with mom and dad. It was sad, but I don't. It's just fine. I just. If, yeah, and so uh, Chubbs at this point points out that to Woolcap, she says, well, my boyfriend's part of the secret underground resistance of Christians that are fighting against the Antichrist. And she's like, yeah, you just say that right out loud. Just yep. yeah. crowded <laughs> fucking she, restaurant. Why the hell not? She's like, yeah, we'll, we'll go join the resistance and become part of the class that fights against our overlords. But we'll finish our burgers, right? We'll finish, well, yeah, yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> we'll finish these. I got chips. I got chips. <laughs> Okay, so then we we go back to mom and dad. They're heading out of the facility, the the place where you go to get your uh, your forehead or hand tattoo, and emaciated Giovanni Rabisi, a, a college Republican That's guy. That's a good one. Thanks. That's a good one. Yep. He he stops to enunciate stupidly at them. <laughs> yeah, and when he and they do a jump moment like a horror movie jump yes. moment just that's him it's like uh in Jurassic Park when the hand falls on uh on Sadler, Sam Jackson, or whatever yeah, her name uh -huh. is and then it's and then she turns around and the, the arm is like uh, not attached to anything it's that level of like horror <laughs> but it's just because college republican wants to talk to you yeah <laughs> it's like oh fuck da -dum. and we should point out that his acting choice is entirely weird pause yes this he was trying something in this scene or recovering <laughs> from a dental procedure <laughs> like the i want to be there for the day he tried this out and he, for the first time <laughs> and action hi I'm the new director of the facility uh, cut cut Jason what the hell are you doing Ah, do you like it? It's my bad guy voice. I figured no, I'd... No, no, I do not like it. You sound like a poorly made android. Yeah, do bad guys do like uh, evil pauses and stuff? They don't just fail to pronounce words correctly. Are you sure about that? Yes, I'm, I'm very sure. You sound like a jackass. You really do. You guys sound like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. It's something like that. Yeah. And oh, so so he goes to let him leave. He's like, no, everything's OK. And they go to leave. And then he Columbo's them on their way out. He's like, oh, right. one <laughs> last <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> uh, and in in this scene is one of my favorite moments in acting. I don't I know, Eli, you've done some uh, some shitty theater at some point, I'm sure. My favorite <laughs> thing in doing shitty community theater is when you have a line, which is here, take my card. But the other actor takes the card when you say here. <laughs> so, then when you after that have to say, take my card, yes. you still have to say it because it's in the script. But you say it with like a bit of sarcasm, like every fucking night, Debbie, we have the same fucking scene. And you do the same fucking thing where I say here and you take my card and then I say take my card <laughs> with a little bit of a bitchy attitude. It's every night we do this. <laughs> All right. So yeah, he's like, Hey, if you want any help killing your daughter, give me a call. So he hands her the card and then we get to wool cap getting home. And this is the first time I realized that she was wearing those. I swear my ass isn't really this wide shorts. 
<laughs> they're the first version in history of Daisy Duke shorts that are somehow still Daisy Dukes and too big. Yep. <laughs> Quick furniture note. The uh, TV is sitting on an incredibly shitty Ikea table. And I think that's because all the real furniture must have gotten raptured. Oh, there you <laughs> go. There God you took go. like the, well, oh, that's a nice piece. I'm going to rapture that up too. Spent an awful lot of money on those chairs. You see, they didn't have enough left over for <laughs> yeah. shit like uh, uh, TV stands. Okay. She goes up to her room and takes off her shoes. And now she's one foot one. Like she got even short. <laughs> like it's amazing. I can't believe how short she is. She crawls under the bed. She just walks <laughs> under the bed without crawling. <laughs> And okay, so she lays down on her bed and she basically she lays down on the bed and goes three, two, one, and then picks up the phone, right? Oh, it's she goes, Hey, nothing's happening. Cool. Nothing's <laughs> happening to you. This Bye. movie's half over. This movie's half over. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it isn't it crazy how quickly this movie's passing? Bye. <laughs> and then it, it, like so she gets a call with from her friend and no information is exchanged between the two of them. She hangs up and then her middle-aged boyfriend calls her and he's like, "Hey, I'm under the tree outside." And she's like, "Oh good. We only do have the one tree in this state. Um I'll meet you there." <laughs> but as she's leaving, Mom and dad come home and you can tell there's something <laughs> wrong because the evil music is playing. The, well, the evil music is playing underneath their casual conversation about making a frozen lasagna. <laughs> it is the mo it's it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like bum 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 and it's like, I don't know, hon, just throw it in the oven or something. I don't know. Well, do it takes a do while I, to prepare. Do I put the do I put the little holes in the top? No, that's <laughs> only if you're microwaving it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's one of those moments where incompetence and stupidity comes full circle and it's actually kind of funny and brilliant in a way, but like it's not intentional. Like it, right. if it were intentional, you'd be like, that's the best. But it's not. It's completely unintentional. We come across so goddamn many of those that when we when we finally <laughs> yeah. do our parody Christian movie, we will just do that. We will just string yeah. together the funny things they did by accident. All right. So <laughs> she goes out to, to to meet with her geriatric boyfriend, who, by the way, for the rest of the movie, I just have as geriatric in my notes. Um, <laughs> and she greets him with a big hug because, you know, you've been dating for three years. You can hug. It's time for oh a my. hug. It's amazing watching them try and do yeah. it. They might as well dance with their arms straight out in front of them. Like, <laughs> oh well, if you notice what happens is she hugs him and he tries to get out of the hug early and then realizes she's still hugging him and then <laughs> yes. goes into the hug again. And it's like one take, one take. Don't bother. Yeah, that's that's we got it. Not I, the last time, by the way, that he will desperately try to avoid physical contact with this actress. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that his really, really possessive wife was on set. So and she and this conversation starts out, by the way, she turns to him. And she says, why are you so calm? And I'm like, because nothing's happening in this movie. <laughs> And then and then he starts to explain the mark of the beast to this girl. And she's never heard of it, apparently, despite highlighting revelations recreationally for three fucking years. <laughs> and and he says, nobody knows about the mark of the beast better than I do. <laughs> and he says, here, I'll show you. And then he just pulls out a Bible. And I have to say, like, for me, if somebody just casually was like, mm, here, I'll show you and pulled out a Bible, I'd be like, what? Who the fuck are you? What is weirdo? Get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Where'd no you just shit. have a Bible? Like, where'd you get a Bible? Well, I was a stripper. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> well, and also, by the way, this this is another one of these instances where they are telling us about a much better movie that's happening parallel to this one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because he's like, the, yeah, they start talking about like what happened in Europe with and how DeLuca became the Antichrist and shit. And, and, and like he died and got resurrected. It's such a weird time to be having this conversation for the first time. Hey, we've <laughs> never talked about this before, but uh, you know, Lord DeLuca, uh, he he was killed, but then he was resurrected by Satan. I don't, I can't believe this has never come up before a conversation. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you know what it pretty was. Pretty big news. <laughs> you know what it was. We were at an arcade that night when that guy came back to life because he was filled with Satan, and I just didn't want to ruin our night. But now that I think about it, <laughs> and I love too. She turns to him and she goes, "How do you know so much about this?" And I'm like. Because he's read anything at all about Christianity or watched any one of their movies. And this is where we get the greatest moment in the film, which oh I my God, we yes. all have. Where a fly literally lands on her face. <laughs> and, they and they just keep, keep it. it. Yeah, fucking keep Web it in the Pickersgill. Movie. Web fucking Pickersgill is like, I'm sorry, I'm keeping it. It's gold. It's organic. No, it's so, I like it looks it. so real now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's literally a fly crawling around on her right. face yeah, in this it, goddamn scene. The reason there is a fly is because it was hovering over the dead corpse that is the plot of this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the only dead corpse in the movie. No, no, there will be others. Um, so, uh, And again, this movie is so clumsy that she's like, well, I think we should go join the resistance. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm already a part of that part of the plot. And she's like, oh, they, okay. So they have to point out that... <laughs> How did this happen? Because like she forgets that her friend was the same friend that he introduced them to. And I feel like as the husband and wife team were writing this, they're probably having a fight about not remembering stuff. And they're just like, no, dummy. If you remember earlier in scene two, we introduced. And like it stayed in as the dialogue of the movie somehow. The script notes stayed in. And then literally because the characters have just Realize they don't have things to talk about. She sort of tries to snuggle into him, and he's like, uh, my "Oh, wife fuck, is, gross. gross! My wife is on the set. If you could, <laughs> I cheated on her with an airline stewardess in nineteen two thousand four, and she's been real bitch about it. So if you just all oh, right, and then we get possibly the most useless characters in this movie. Oh, I love it. I the love news it so anchors. Much. We're in the World News Network, and, and my note is, finally, we get a peek behind the curtain at how Alan Jennings works. Because it really is, it's a, it's a chance to see a, a, a real pro at work. And I, I took notes. It's just, it, it's an opportunity. Yeah, so with Alan, by the way, is also a woman who is sounding out English phonetically for the first yeah. time. In my opinion, they still haven't found a good counterpart for Alan Jennings on uh, WNN. <laughs> oh, my God. The Melania Trump, who's yes. like... <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Well, it turns out home invasion and murder is legal now. And now, spores. Yes. Yes, that's literally what she says. She's like, it turns out that now it's legal to break into someone's house and kill them if they're a Christian. Yeah. And then the newscasters become a part of the movie. I love it. Yes. And it's so fucking inconceivable, though, because the producer comes by. And does the Columbo thing to them yes. again, of course, because that's like, for some reason they think that's how good movies are. I think something. in this instance, though, it's literally a case of this lady forgot she had one more yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. And she's like, oh, hey, uh, you two most identifiable people in this universe <laughs> who are seen on TV every day. 
you don't have your marks, do you? Like, what, what the fuck? It's crazy. I was I was going over the dailies and I noticed you guys don't have facial tattoos, which is just, I was, ah, I, I was doing so much script check that I just forgot to check if you guys had tattoos on your faces. So yeah, yeah. get on that. People whose faces are looked at for living. Hey, I just noticed. Yes. <laughs> and so they leave that conversation and walk out of the movie, but I was super disappointed because <laughs> I wanted to watch an action movie starring a news duo who fight the Antichrist so badly. <laughs> this summer. Nobody will stop Satan's evil plan. Newsflash, we will. A crime-fighting duo step out from behind the desk. Could the bullets in this gun be killing you? News at 11. And into the streets. Watch out for traffic. On your way to hell. From the makers of New World Order comes News World Order. We really need Heath here if we want to do puns. Sorry. Yeah, I, said, I just wrote pun. <laughs> Wait for it. It's coming back. It's coming back. That's all I'm going to say. So, okay, meanwhile, Chubbs is trying to call Woolcat because now nothing has happened, but suddenly she feels that there's suspense, right? So she calls her friend. She's like, you have to come get me. Like, we're halfway through this movie and nothing's happened yet. (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, the guy who's obviously definitely Jesus walks by. Yes. And I just have to say, acting note here. Have you seen Jesus's body? Because you got to (laughs) fucking inhabit your role, dude. Take your craft fucking seriously have you seen jesus's abs this is not you can't you don't fucking have 30 pounds of extra weight on you and play jesus it's a big role like it's a you know well he wasn't under five in this one but yeah um so okay so she's gonna leave and go pick up chubbs Woolcap is but her mom and dad stop her on the way out and they're like hey honey you have to sell your soul to the devil and I, first of all, we should point out, by the way, that this fucking Mark of the Beast is something you could draw on with a Sharpie, right? And very clearly they did. They, well, obviously, because that's how they got it there. Yeah. And she's like, no, I don't want to sell my soul to the devil. So mom sneaks into the other room to call the NWO. Yes. Uh, by yeah. the way, in this scene, dad's mark changes between takes and yes. it is my everything. It's smeared at one point. It's on the on his, it's on his left cheek in one take. It's like, Dave, it you need to stop sweating, goddammit. Yeah, he just kept like itching his face. Oh, I did it again. I did it again. Sorry, guys. I love that the mom instantly narks on her. And then the, the two henchmen are just outside right. in three seconds. No, like, they were stationed in their doghouse. Yeah, it was just standing outside the whole time. Well, and here's the amazing thing is they have a three second response time, but yeah. they never consider that maybe one of us goes to the front door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They both come in through the back, like screen door. And then they're like, where is she? Oh, front door. Damn it. I, I didn't there even was a, think about her having uh, a car. <laughs> I knew there was another play way people get through walls that <laughs> is... Nor, the normal way. We have Damn a it. guy sitting on the ceiling. We should have had him. And it, they're yeah, they're like, they take a second and they're like, "Well, we couldn't have done it because there's two entrances and there's only two. Oh, Fuck. oh shit. There's, ex- <laughs> there's exactly the right number of people that we would have needed." But she gets away. Damn it, because they didn't think about think about that. They call <laughs> her in, and so then she goes to pick up Chubbs. 
Now, meanwhile, the Mark of the Beast team, the two fucking minions that do everything for, uh, for the for the Antichrist, <laughs> um, they're pissed, so they kill her parents. Yeah. For and, and, and hold on, the line is, which one have you called? What took you so long? So, like, were they watching everything? Like, how well, they did must they have know been? They were right outside. How long? Yeah. Why didn't you just intervene then? Like, what is, it's very unclear. Yeah, that, that'd be great. Means. She says that, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Shoots himself, you know. So she's going to find her elderly boyfriend. She calls him up, and he says, "Okay, first I need you to slow down." And she's like, "Okay, you have no idea how fast I'm going." He's like, "Okay, good point." And then he says, "Go north on the interstate towards <laughs> yeah. the forest." Yeah, you know, <laughs> the forest <laughs> with the trees. You know, in when it. you're looking at like election results, you know, and they got the maps and it's like, hmm, the, the forest vote came in here. It's a region. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this? Is this a fucking Zelda game? Wood elves. Yeah. <laughs> and the entire time that she's panicked here, he's like, look, 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 look. You're being a real whiner. You on your period? Like, it's... The way that he's reacting to my family was just murdered by the New World Order and now they're after me is like, look, you don't like my friends. I get it. We won't hang out with them anymore. <laughs> we'll go to whatever movie you want. All right. So I guess this movie damn near has a plot at this point. So we can pause for a quick break. But first, let me give act. Let me give the third part of act one the hard sell here. <laughs> will something occur from which one could draw a suspenseful sounding question? Will a character arc or story break out? Why the fuck is that chick wearing a goddamn wool cap in the summertime? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the grown men playing ninja conclusion of New World Order. Hey, Thomas, thanks for agreeing to help us out with the stamps.com ad, man. Yeah, no problem, guys. Sure. So here you go. Pretty straightforward copy. Just our usual thing. We'll do a little skit. Cool. Got it. Okay. You ready? Yep. All right. Here we go. Hey, Thomas, what you doing? Oh, hey, no, I'm just mailing child support to my estranged daughter. Dude, what? It's fine. It gets explained in the script. Oh, really? Why is that? Well, um, ever since she turned out to have feet, I've been suspicious as hell that she's not. Dude, what the hell? Shh, shh, it's Noah's line now. Well, then Noah's you should try stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale. You can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage you need every time. Well, that sure will be great. Dude, I'm not reading this. When I'm mailing pieces of the real father of my daughter all over the country. That's your line. No. It sure will. We use Stamps.com to send out all our patron rewards, and they make it a snap. And right now, use Awful for this special offer. You get a four-week trial that includes postage and a digital scale. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com, and before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone on the top of the homepage and type in Awful. That's Stamps.com. Enter Awful. Sounds great. And with package pickup, I'll never have to walk to the post op. No, I'm not reading that. Not that I could because I don't have feet. That's your line, because you don't have feet. Nah. You guys suck. Oh, Tom, Thomas. Because I told everyone about your daughter. Thomas. <laughs> Eli, you're such an asshole. <laughs> hey, Dwayne. Hey, Roy, how's the edit coming? Well, that's why I'm here. I've got a lot of stuff to cut here. Like what? Well, we introduce the Antichrist character and we cut back to his office a couple of times, but 
He never actually does anything or interacts with the plot in any way. Mm. And what about all these weird phone calls where the main characters just call each other and just, you know, ask like, hey, what's up? And then nothing's up. Mm -hmm. And the restaurant scene. Uh, The burger one or the pizza one? Take your pick. Neither of them advances the story or adds character or serves any function. Well, Gus's said they'd give us free pizza if we put him in the movie. I mean in the movie. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Also, they make sandwiches for no reason in the third act. And and the parents talk about lasagna for like a while. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Wait, so so if we cut all the useless stuff, what's what's left in the movie? Hmm. The production logos and the opening credits. Yeah, just just leave in everything we shot. Even the random dead body in the scene where the flies fuck on Demi's face? Yes. Do you really think an audience will watch a whole movie where nothing happens or makes sense? I mean, have you read the Bible? Okay, I'll show myself out. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our heroes, they were desperately hoping a plot would break out. But before we can check back in with them, we're going to go to the Antichrist rally that makes <laughs> Trump's uh, inaugural crowd look like Bonnaroo. <laughs> there are dozens of us. Well, yeah. dozen, dozen. I know. I actually had I had that, and then I said, you know what? Never mind. They've got <laughs> sevens of people to welcome him. <laughs> and she says the crowd is going nuts. And you know what? Bless her heart. This little Sharon Kim, Sharon Kim, the person who's covering this on the scene, is the best actor in the film. Yes. She's trying so hard. She's like, oh, they are really eating this up. And they've got, and there's, meanwhile, there's three people going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I will say there is an extra in the background, a, shall we say, robustly bodied woman. And she is going for it. She's, yeah. she's fucking like rocking all out, arms flapping. She gets one of her wings, hits the girl next to her at one point. It's it's worth watching. And and I have been waiting to talk about this moment for so long because here comes the Supreme Chancellor. You know, dude batted barely 230, but whatever. It's, it's Aldo. <laughs> here he comes he in co- his Kia Sorento. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he, okay, and his bodyguards exit the car. <laughs> oh my God. And his bodyguards are a satirical take on bodyguards. Yeah, like they're literally, People see his bodyguards and they're like, damn, that's some biting commentary on the concept of bodyguards. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. Like, <laughs> I, I wrote my notes at this point. Like, All the minion actors have this little kid trying to sound like a grown-up on the phone feel to him, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. But I, honestly, I thought another kid was going to step out from underneath the suit and like... <laughs> We were just trying to get into an adult movie. Yeah. But I, I got to say, I felt really good to know that like Gam Platinum Night draws a bigger crowd than the Antichrist. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we got him beat by a big margin. <laughs> That's true. I'll be, hey, if you, ever, if you want me to go to one of those and be the reporter on the scene, be like, the yes. crowd is going nuts. <laughs> no, going crazy. <laughs> and Eli Bosick has stepped out of his. Oh, uh, yeah. At, at oh. a certain point, I felt like the reporter was like, you know, queuing in the audience. She's like, the crowd's yeah. going nuts. Come on, guys. The crowd is oh, going good. nuts. Oh. Not sure if my microphone went out for uh, with that commentary there, but I said. <laughs> and by the way, the Antichrist is Johnny from the room, right? He is all, well, but, but, but not quite old enough to shave. But yes, yes. Other yeah, than yeah, yeah. that. And meanwhile, college Republican 
has an extreme boner to meet Lord DeLuca. Like he's, <laughs> it's like college Republican is meeting Ayn Rand. He's like, oh, yes. I, I love you. Oh, so excited. And b- by the way, there's this amazing moment. He He's walking up to, to his cheering fan and a woman <laughs> runs up who's oh supposed to be part of the resistance. And she's like, you're a murderous monster. Or at least that's how it's written in the script. Because what actually happens is she's like, uh, excuse me, sorry, sorry. You're a murderous monster. Yeah, no, she she yells this as though she's relaying a lunch order to the cook, right? That's the emotion she's got in it. Monstrous murderer. And then they and then they drag her off and everybody's just like, that was weird. And they go back to clapping. It's, oh, they barely pause clapping. It's like murderer, murderer. Two, three. Yay! Yes. <laughs> I wanted the Antichrist to be like, we're not going to let her ruin our good time. Am I right? (laughs) Hello, Detroit. Meanwhile, Sharon Kim is like, there's an entire resistance army here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then we cut into the Antichrist office and apparently he went with the uh, hang a bunch of black bed sheets from Kmart on the wall decor (laughs) here. And the first line is so good. It's college Republican comes in. And uh, Lord DeLuca says, you've done well, but yet in a totally non-copyright infringy Jedi manner, I sense a <laughs> conflict with <laughs> I notice something's wrong. And he's like, well, the guy at Men's Warehouse said he'd guarantee that I'd love the way I look. And I don't. He goes, uh, he goes, we're tracking uh, two girls in the Antichrist. is like, why would that fucking matter? And, and college Republicans like, well, they're, they're basically the main characters, sir. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, I can't tell which one, but one of them is. This scene is Christian privilege in a nutshell. They think the Antichrist will personally hunt them and their <laughs> yes. fat friend down. Yes. <laughs> yeah, small fucking world, huh? Like these two girls are like the the whole problem with the entire world government. Like just <laughs> two nothing girls barely running at all. Like, wow. And- Unfortunately for the for the guy playing the Antichrist, the fucking emaciated Giovanni Rabisi already called weird pauses. So uh, in order for him to be evil, he has to do reverse Yoda diction. Oh, see, he was doing evil desk stroke, but yes. it's too small. So it looks like he's measuring. Yeah. He's just running his <laughs> hands along it and he gets to the end and he's like, up, oh, I'm. All right. Bringing him back. Bringing him back. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing. See, my note is. Lord DeLuca turns around, and uh, my question is, is this the first time he's seen a table? Is that he's like, whoa, look at this this uh, flat surface that I could, I bet you I could set a thing or two on here. <laughs> yes, I could, this will be very, very convenient for my laptop. Uh-huh. <laughs> is there anything more painful than seeing a shitty-ass actor trying to do a creepy devil routine? It is, <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It, it, it's, ugh. Well, okay, to, and to give you an idea how bad this is, because even if this guy had been the greatest actor in the history of time, it would have been ridiculous. Because the, the college Republican character is, he's like, uh, "Oh, we killed all the people who didn't uh, who didn't believe in you," and he says, "And I quote, so must all that bear not the mark be.'" Yes, <laughs> and you see the actor realize he just said nonsense. He's like, oh. <laughs> Nope, that can't be the line. What? A, well, uh, keep going. He, keep going. He immediately follows that up with by saying, "As to the resi- this is again, this is a quote from the fucking movie. As to the resistance, 
I empower you to no ends to find their leader and destroy them. Oh, yeah. And then College Republican gets such an authoritarian boner. He's like, oh, this is the, this is the power I always wanted. And I thought that the supply side economics would give me. <laughs> I would love to know what they think that sentence means. I feel like in the writer's room, there was just a big fucking sign that said bad guys move the predicate around a lot. All right. So, but 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 the the key here is that now the fucking antichrist is going to get serious about finding these two girls. So, fifty six minutes in, I'm pretty sure we actually have a full blown plot now. Wow. <laughs> All right, and then by the way, <laughs> we cut to a dead lady <laughs> in know. the grass. I, know. I yep. thought I hallucinated it. I, seriously, <laughs> I watched this movie twice. And I and the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is some plot thing. Like, did somebody kill one of them and is now impersonating them? You know, like I was like, yeah, okay, this will be explained. And then no. I finished the whole movie, and then I came around to watch it the second time, and we get back to this point. I was like, oh no, this is just a dead like <laughs> they just uh, oh, I've got some extra makeup. Do you want to just like play a dead body in the in the desert for uh, no reason? Yeah, there's there's a, a a woman that we have never met. This is not a character yeah. from the movie. Nope. And and we just pan over her dead body in a field for a few minutes and never come back to it. No, I am pretty <laughs> sure the filmmakers just found a dead body and were like, <laughs> put it in our movie. Production value. Yeah. So, okay. So now Chubbs and Woolcap, remember last time we saw them, the, the boyfriend told them, go into the forest. Well, luckily, yeah. there's just this one cabin in the forest. They assumed, I guess. Right, right, right. If you're going the, uh, to the, the forest. New World Order, yeah, <laughs> go to exactly the forest. And like, ah, yeah, I see. Plug that into my GPS. And though the, <laughs> though the New World Order controls the entire planet and has untold resources, they definitely won't think to look slightly in wooded areas. Yeah, right. <laughs> and this is where we learn, by the way, that Eli's fucking dream movie may still happen because oh. when they get into the cabin, the two news anchors are there. Yes. Oh, I know. Alan Jennings. Alan Jennings, baby. Yep. And he is he's in casual wear, which is uh mom jeans up around his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And all I know is if I was in that resistance, I would have been fucking fanboying so hard over. Yeah, right. It's fucking Alan Jennings. I mean he's, <laughs> he's, he's a pro he's one of the greats. Someone else tries to make a plan. Thomas is interrupting. Uh, I would like to hear what Alan Jennings <laughs> has to fucking say. Uh, I mean, sure, Dave, you've read the Bible, but that's Alan fucking Jennings. Okay, so <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love plan. that moment, too, where he says, well, according to this, and he holds up a Bible, yeah. he says, we're all going to die. And I'm like, according to mortality, we're all going to yeah. fucking die, bro. Oh, God, there's so, the dialogue here is unbelievable because the so it is so confusing. I didn't even realize this was the same actor, but like <laughs> in, in a in a truly transformational performance, the frat bro who was the boyfriend of the blonde girl is now like a th deeply thoughtful religious person, I guess. Yeah. Or it's a different guy. I'm actually still not sure about it. And yeah, you can't no check kidding. IMDb because <laughs> nobody's yeah. listening. But, uh, there's some redactions. <laughs> but he has, a, he has a line that is essentially, I've taken this time to study our enemy. And our, our nemesis' primary weapon is the internet. And then it's like, here's a B-roll of one second of a woman using the internet, just so that we know what that is. <laughs> right, in Cut case right you're curious. And then he says, with the help of God, I've been able to decrypt algorithms full of intel on the military <laughs> political agenda. I just love, like, what, what was that process? Like, oh, do you think uh, B means Z? And then God, <laughs> no, B means S. Oh, okay. 
And, but God still wants to let him work out most of it. You yeah, know? Like, right, it's just right. all, it's, He's like, God, can you just give me the fucking key? No, no. no. You still have to do it. God, <laughs> I help those who help themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Character building. God's there to tutor you, not do your homework for you. Yeah. And I love that the bad guy's weapon is the internet. Like, they're going to they're gonna Google us? That's yes. what the, the New World Order is going to do? Although, that does mean that I am safe in the apocalypse. Evil Brother Thomas. Yes, sir? What research do you have on this Eli Bosnick of the Resistance Fighters? Ah, you mean using his internet history? Exactly. Well, he isn't going to marry a Mormon chick with chronic Lyme disease, that's for sure. No, I mean I mean in the non-porn stuff. Oh, uh, okay, well, uh, lots of pictures of his dog. Good, good. And uh, he likes to tweet at people he doesn't like. Really seems dedicated to communicating with those people. And? Well, that's it. Oh, wait, look. Uh, yes? Oh, no, now he's in a Twitter fight with his dog. Curses. So, and also there's this uh, great line where he goes, but if they can use the internet against us, then we yeah. can use it against... That's not how <laughs> weapons work. I mean, that might be true, but it's not an if-then type situation. Right, right, right. If they can shoot us with their gun, then we can <laughs> use their gun... Wait, oh no, Fuck, they still have oh, the gun. No, oh, crap. Well, uh, wait. Uh, <laughs> this through. We need a computer. Everyone get us... Ah, oh, damn and then, And then they say... Oh, and uh, also, how's the fake mark coming? And then they pan over, and I guess that B-roll footage of the girl working on what I thought was just the internet to display the internet, she was on the computer typing about working on a fake mark? Yeah. Yep. And it's just like, uh, she's like, oh, I can't get it quite right. Yeah, it's like, uh, have you tried just Sharpie? Like, also Yeah, right, just, right. It's like, I've got the circle Sharpie. part down. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, turns out none of us can fucking draw. Like, we're all, <laughs> it would be really easy. <laughs> And then there's this amazing part where she's like, okay, what's the plan? And he's like, uh, movie doesn't say what our we plan is. We don't actually have. Uh, and they all describe like bits of different movies that yes. never turn into <laughs> yes. anything. <laughs> he's like, because Alan Jennings, yeah, a fucking pro, he comes over and he's like, my sources tell me that somewhere in the Mediterranean, they're gathering. It's like, what the fuck? This is nothing Nothing to do with this at all. Nope. Like, what, come yeah. on. They're like, we're, there's a big military operation with the U.S. and China and Russia. And it's like, is it going to be in this movie? He's like, nope. Nope. Not yeah. at and all. And they come up with a plan that's like, ah, you distract the guards. I'll hack into the blueprints. <laughs> and they, they come up with this heist movie that's like the movie they wanted to make. And then reality sets in. They're like, oh, but we can't do anything. Yeah, that. no, so we don't have nothing. tanks. We can't yeah. get none tanks. of None of that happened. <laughs> Absolutely none of that happened. All right, so now we've got to check back in on the Antichrist, oh. who is now listening to, and I have this in quotes. Oh, God. Opera. Yeah. It's just the writer going, ah, ah, ooh, ooh, by the way. This fucking opera music is if, like, System of a Down tried to do an opera song. And DeLuca is trying to do some evil conducting. Yes. And, oh, my. It's the best. It's. It's the worst, and it is the best. It's the best worst. There's no meter involved. Like no. He's not, nope. there's, he's not counting out the time. No, nope, but it doesn't even vaguely, match the song, his speed. No, yeah. No. 
Yeah, he at some point this actor turned to someone and was like, "Hey, conducting's just like a slow motion mean impersonation of the gay kid in high school, right?" It's like, "Look at me. I'm in a movie." Yep, that's conducting. You did it. Oh, and God. we should point out, okay, cuz like the the one of the bad guy minions comes in and says, "The Turkish king has killed all the Christians and would like to join you." And he's like, "Great." Does this scene serve any kind of purpose? And she's like, not at all, really. I don't I mean, even but, know. But am I looking? Am I looking evil? Am I, did, I, did I look evil in the scene, guys? <laughs> yeah. I? I mean, you might you might want to stop conducting when someone's talking to you. It just, <laughs> just seems kind of silly if you keep talking. But God, you're such an amateur when it comes to evil. See, here's the thing about evil <laughs> so people: is they don't fingers, pay attention <laughs> to you in conversation. That's why they're evil. That's right. So, and then Bad we listeners. get. And then we get my absolute favorite line in the entire movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So Chubbs comes out to meet Woolcaps out on the cabin porch. And Chubbs turns to her and she goes, can't sleep. And she's like, it's two o'clock p.m. It's very, very clearly the sun is directly <laughs> is over my goddamn head. And she, I wanted her to just be like, nope, not during the day. Yeah. <laughs> can Can you sleep? <laughs> she comes out and practically like. Puts her two hands over her eyes like she can't see because the fucking sun is blinding her. <laughs> yes. Can't sleep, huh? <laughs> well, so here's my guess on this. This was written to be a night shoot, but then they realized that they need lights and stuff and they didn't have the money. But Chubbs was too dumb to learn new lines. <laughs> so yeah. she just had to say that. Can't sleep here. Take my business card. <laughs> <laughs> And also, I don't know if you noticed this, but they're like, well, it'll all work out as long as we add a loud ass cricket soundtrack. Yeah, and they've got yes. just shitloads of daytime crickets going like just <laughs> just a fucking army of day. This is like a queen uh, uh, style Bohemian Rhapsody studio recording of of different crickets <laughs> and harmony and shit like just thousands of crickets. And then we get the good the good weeps, right? This is the movie's yeah. Oscar clip. Where Woolcap starts crying and then Chubbs is like, oh, I thought I was the one crying in the scene. Fuck. Um, <laughs> and then like Chubbs's boyfriend comes out to speak yeah. quietly and low. And then uh, Woolcap's boyfriend, every one of them walks into the scene start and, and, and immediately says, are you guys OK? It's like we've already used that line. Can you say oh. something? <laughs> we're obviously very clearly not OK. Her family was just murdered. They we're on the run. OK, guys, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a bad guy. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so. oh, and he says, I've known Jason since we were in the service together. And mm -hmm. I can only imagine by service, he means like bikini inspection service at Sigma Chi back in college. Because like, there's no, these are not fucking army dudes. They're two frat dudes, like the service. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then, by the way, the wool, wool caps boyfriend says, hey, I'm going to scout a mile down the road. And he's like, are you going to betray us and turn out to be a bad guy? He's like, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to do that not. at all. Just don't look at my hand is all. Yeah, it's it's one of those lines where he's like, oh, do you want some company? He's like, no, just obviously I'm a trader and I just want to go do some <laughs> tradering uh, by myself. I feel like it's more important. Just stay in. Fuck my girl. Lying words. It's like yeah. Heath backing away from a female at an atheist convention. Just, I'm going <laughs> this direction now. Good, <laughs> good talking you. You talked and I talked. Bye. I move backwards. <laughs> uh, and Keep then, but downloading. So he says that. He says, oh, I'm going to go by myself. And then it smash cuts to the other guy is out there with him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they forgot. Now, before yeah. we do that, by the way, we get this 
incredibly useless scene where um, a, a college Republican is in Antichrist's office and gets a phone call and he just goes, yes. And that's the whole scene. Well, it's for the geniuses in the audience to piece together the fact that uh, the Dax Shepard-like character stepped away for a minute mm -hmm. and the bad guy got a, and the college Republican got a phone call. So it's for the geniuses to be like, wait a minute. Hold on. I have a fan theory. (laughs) What if? (laughs) And I wanted them so badly just to be making small talk about Grubhub, just like, Okay, I called them and they said it's on its way. The driver just left. Do you still, <laughs> you still want it? Like, Are I, you going to eat your actually... coleslaw? Because if you're not going to eat yours, I'm just, I won't get any. I'll just have. Could you stop conducting no. for one second and help me make an order? <laughs> I'm getting everyone's Venmo. If you could just so, Venmo <laughs> So then we, so we cut back to Woolcap. She's in the, uh, in the cabin still. And she's like, hey, I think I'm going to make some sandwiches. And the other chick's like, why? And she's like, because nothing's going to happen in this fucking movie. I should at least get food. Yeah, I had a similar note, which was, hey, want to go on a picnic so we can see my boyfriend be the traitor? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we cut outside. And, and like Thomas already pointed out, like this guy left by himself. But when we see him again, he has just stabbed Chubbs's boyfriend to death. Oh, so oh, good. And the knife is covered in maple syrup. Like, we yeah, might as yeah. well see the IHOP container they stole. <laughs> it, is, it is the fakest of fake blood since if footmen tire you, yes. what horses do? So she killed. So they, they wander through. They've made sandwiches for everybody because they're all 11. And they're wandering <laughs> through the woods and they come across the um, Woolcap's boyfriend standing, hovering over Chubbs' boyfriend's lifeless body with the bloody knife in his hand. And they're like, do you, you think we should come back when they're done? I feel like it's going to be weird. So he runs up to try to kill both of them. But then all of a sudden, some other dude who we've barely yeah. even met in the fucking movie jumps up and he's like, karate. And he- yeah, but that's what well, I mean. I'm so glad you said the thing about the karate champion thing, because my notes here are literally fight scene in all caps, because it's, it's always great when you get these mm-hmm. fucking fight. Oh, scenes. yeah. And then my next note is he knows karate. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Okay, it's so look, out of place. He, I get to do a spin kick is the very first thing in this man's yeah. contract. <laughs> Ab, there is no. And by the way, this is so because it is so obviously. Should we choreograph the fight? Nah, we'll just wing it. The <laughs> only thing real. I know is that I get to do a spin kick. Yeah, yeah, no, bro. We can make it look real. We'll make it. Don't just no, bro. Just come on. We'll make it look real. That's basically how the conversation went. Yeah, no, all of the choreography in this movie was like every third word was bro. And so what happens is. The, uh, you know, the main bad guy, Dak Shepard looking bleach hair guy, he uh, is choking out the guy who was helping the two women for 37 minutes, oh my I'm pretty God. sure. So for like an thing. hour. They're, they're trying to do that stereotypical scene where the guy turns into the bad guy and the girlfriend has to shoot him or stab him or something, but she's too far away and too bad at acting. <laughs> yeah. So she takes forever to bend down oh, and pick God. up the knife. And then she starts to walk towards him and she's like, oh, this is going to take too long. So she's sort of like... <laughs> Starts to jog over and she's still not making it in time. So she sprints the last two steps. And and the actor who's being choked just out of sheer exasperation and how long she's fucking taking just dies. Like he just <laughs> pretends to die. He's like, I'm, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm dead now because you took too fucking long to get over here. And he, when he turns around for the you stabbed me and now I'm coming for you, but I'm going to do the slow die thing. It is the fakest death I've ever seen. He's like, he's like, I don't want to mess up my jeans. I don't want to mess up my jeans. 
I'm going to lower myself down. Here we go. You might as well lay a blanket out and be like, oh, I'm not getting yeah, dirt on well, my Tims, dude. Not for your One movie. reason it's such a fake death is that it turns out he just needed a quick 19 second break, as you do when you're stabbed. And then 19 seconds later, he rises up into the frame like a zombie. <laughs> yeah, because but that's luckily, what you do. The, the resurrection really kind of went all the way around because the big beardy guy that he just choked to death comes yeah. up behind him and he does the neck break by making your head turn 18 degrees thing. <laughs> yes. Know. Apparently I've broken my neck several hundred yeah, times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And that this is where we learn that he had the mark the whole time. And I love this so much because they're trying to make it look like <laughs> he had a mark on his hand that he then covered up with some kind of makeup. But clearly they couldn't get that to work. Right? So, right. Just, so they just partially rubbed off yes. the makeup yeah. that is the mark? <laughs> yes. And I just have to ask, you guys are experts. Is it a Christian movie requirement that the women be as useless as fucking possible while still serving the plot? So like, they yes. had to do as little as possible to help anybody in this fight scene, mm -hmm. but still just enough. Is yeah. that how they do it? It's, okay. it? Movies in general, but yes, yes, specifically <laughs> Christian movies. And then they hear gunshots and they're like, let's run towards those. <laughs> oh, and now it's uh, Guns in the Woods playtime. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> so the two bad guys show up, the two minions that have been I, the I, only they, who, two by minions. The way, yeah, take a moment. Spare a, a thought for these two overworked. <laughs> I mean, we don't talk about the need for henchmen unions, but, it, <laughs> you know. It really, they really should. This is too much. It's too I, fucking I, much. I, at the very least, I hope they're getting time and a half for this shit. Right, yeah, right. These <laughs> actors joined the movie exclusively because they were told they got to run around the woods with their guns. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're practically going like pew pew. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. They're like, no, no. We'll, they're we'll, dive we'll rolling. We'll they're the doing sound leap frog. No, we'll, we'll put the sound effects in and post. You don't have to pew pew. Oh, sorry. I okay. guarantee pew, pew, the pew. words pew 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 show up in the script right here, right? <laughs> I, I love to, you can tell that they're tracking the good guys because at one point, one of the bad guys leans over and touches the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> and and uh, Mark Lady at this point runs up to our main characters. They're running through the woods being chased. Mm -hmm. She runs up to them and she goes, somebody came in and started shooting up the place and I wanted one of the characters to be like, okay, let's not politicize their deaths, okay? <laughs> well, but now. instead, they have. She, she says, somebody shot up the place and, and Woolcap goes, who? And I expect her to go like, yeah. What do you mean? You somebody fucking Sam. Who the fuck do you think shot the goddamn <laughs> yeah, yeah, Antichrist? Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think, a domestic terrorist? No, the fucking evil government, you dipshit. <laughs> Have you been watching this goddamn movie? Yeah. And what, I, what I'm what i so sad about, though, is because I really expected a shirtless Alan Jennings to emerge <laughs> covered in blood. <laughs> Not on my watch. News team, assemble. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, Alan Jennings survived that shooting. If I know anything, okay. he's he's stalking through the woods with a knife in his you, teeth right now. Yeah. <laughs> You've been to the forums. You've seen all the like fan theories about his survival. Yeah, yeah as uh, the Alan Jennings forums that are just yeah. you and me writing back and forth <laughs> yeah, under right. different pseudonyms, <laughs> exchanging fan art about what <laughs> his penis might look like. Yeah, slash fan fiction. <laughs> then we get this amazing moment where like the one girl goes, we got to get out of here because those bad guys could be. And then the bad guy goes right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, were you waiting for a, the right opening? Yeah. Yeah. 
I wanted her to set him up wrong and be like, we need to get out of here before right behind you. Stop! <laughs> yeah. I thought you were oh, going to say. Have this, have this whole thing. Can, can I go back and we can try this again? I'll go back in the woods and you say it again. But this <laughs> say, time. Say the same thing, though. And then 13 <laughs> seconds later, like the bad guys say to him, it's like, where's your leader? And he and the leader guy goes, he's right behind you. It's like, we just did the right behind you thing, yeah, guys. Yeah. No, we can't both do right behind you. Oh, God damn it. All right. But then they beat up the bad guys. So they beat him up. And and these roided out old <laughs> Christian dudes who wanted to be in this movie and play with guns. Mm -hmm. uh, they beat them all up. And then these fucking idiot Christian dipshits leave a loaded firearm one inch away from yep. the bad guy's hand. Yep. Take the gun with you. All the firearms. Yeah, they go running yeah. off and leave them with all the goddamn guns. By the way, if you're wondering who this leader character is, Welcome to the fucking club. We've never <laughs> met this guy before, right? Yep. Well, well, wait. Okay, that. Okay, so I was confused. I wasn't sure if they were saying who's your leader, but then they already know Dak Shepard is their leader, who's coordinating with them. Why wouldn't they know? I don't understand this. Yeah. Movie. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. No Nothing. sense. It makes no sense. Did the person in the van ever finish their manuscript? That's all I care about. <laughs> right. I, I, I really don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. He was typing the rest of the script real quick at the beginning there. All right. Yeah. And now we have more bad fake opera as they run through the woods. Oh, God. And by the oh. way, we should point out too that there's this one character here that I have is fat, bald, beardy guy. And watching yeah. him try to run through the woods and watching oh, I know, Chubbs. I know, I know, oh. I know, I know. It's so great because they're all running, right? And the line of, oh, we've got to stop. They give to the one person out of the five of them who actually looks like she's in shape. Yep. Yes. All the rest of them are like dumpy, been drinking way too many beers, can't run. And this like fit woman who was working on the fake mark is like, I got to stop. I'm so tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. No. And you know that they, they started that at the day of having fat, fat beardy yeah. guy read it and he was like why would I be winded my character's yeah. in super good shape and he's like oh yeah you're right um Sarah why don't you say that line and she's like yep I'm winded he just vomited because we ran up this hill as part of the scene but yep my, also, I'm winded guys by the way there's there's a proper way to to deliver the line I'm winded which is windedly yeah yeah no I think it's one of those resentment things though she's like yeah, mm, yeah. I, of the five of us, certainly <laughs> am winded. winded. Mm -hmm. Not not Chubbs over here, who you can see has shit her pants, but yep, it's me. I'm winded. And then, of course, because these people are so goddamn stupid, she turned, Woolcap turns to Chubbs and she says, are you okay? Like, I, her boy, like, Two minutes ago, her boyfriend got stabbed to death. All the maple syrup leaked out of him. And, and there are people actively trying to... What do they think the word okay means? Oh. Yeah. And now oh, we have to so talk good. about the squib. <laughs> yes. The squib injury. Let us talk about <laughs> the so squib. Okay, so one of their characters is about to get shot. But <laughs> what they did is they very clearly taped a squib to this guy's <laughs> bare skin and put a t-shirt on over it and launched it because we get a 0 0.04 second shot of that squib going off and then it cuts away and that's because that actor went <laughs> as though they put the squib in backwards or something yeah. it looks like they did because yes. i was going to my note says here's the plan is his line and then he gets hit by a small water balloon i guess that's it. <laughs> 
filled with some maple syrup or some, I guess this is like a raspberry syrup. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no blood. It's just, it's just smoke that pours out of him. He's made completely of smoke. And then the the two goons who are in charge of everything are like, water balloon fight. (laughs) But yeah, so he tells me I'm into something. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so apparently the, the minions have now captured all of the good guys. So that means that we are done with the flashback, right? We're, we're now back to real time, which is w- with them all in the, you know, the Antichrist is going to kill you room. Which who fucking thinks this is a good idea to show the end of your movie first? Like, I know they think it's like, oh, that's a cool movie thing where you show the end of the movie and then the rest of them. No, all you did was give away which characters are still alive. Yep. And, and then tried to, like, do some weird redirect with who's going to actually be the religious one. And then they change their mind like four times. It's so fucking pointless. Well, and that's the fucking thing is that like when they show you that first scene, you can just fill in every other thing that happened in this. But they don't reveal anything. You already know all of that. So the wool cap and Chubbs are chatting together and she's like, okay, whatever we do, let's both get killed together. Right. And Chubbs is like, yeah, cool, cool. It's a Christian. And FYI, she's still wearing the same beanie from scene one, (laughs) which took place three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That thing has got to be fucking ripe. Oh yeah. It's like there are growths (laughs) under that thing. There's no hair left. It's like when he takes the mask off in Frank, it is not good. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. All the, uh, all the, all the prisoners are like, look, I know we're all going to be executed, but could you take, that thing like you give me a few <laughs> minutes do i like peace. the last parts of my life are going to be smelling that come on yeah. so yeah so wool cap they call her name she she wanders off to get murdered and so chubbs prays and this is where they do the reveal that random fat menudo reject has been <laughs> jesus this whole time oh but but i, I really didn't I, know that he, he reaches forward and pats her and i really wanted her to tap her on the shoulder and just be like hey i'm so sorry you're the worst part of being executed. Can you please quiet down? <laughs> just like, I'm trying to get ready to die and I'm just hearing you, the snot come out of your nose. That's my last thought is going to be how much snot can be in a human body. And I just, I just want you, I want you to know as my last request, I want you to shut the fuck up. That's my last request. <laughs> so perfect the way he does it too i wish you could see it it's oh. such perfect dialogue oh and it turns out this whole time i you know i went back and noticed and uh, highlighted it with a marker because i'm in all the forums with the fan right no yeah Eli. and jesus uh overweight jesus who doesn't have jesus's abs and doesn't hold a candle to real jesus uh it's just been going through the motions with them but not like he's holding his hands together like he's tied up except he's not and so Really, that's just kind of a dick thing to do. Like, right. oh, yeah, oh, we're all tied up here, right? Oh, well, look at that. I can get my hands up. Like, what? Uh. <laughs> I'll see you assholes when I've got a sword in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then, then they call Chubbs back to the execution room, and she's going back through the execution hallway, and Woolcap's going the other way. Turns out that <laughs> Woolcap took the mark. So yeah. this movie wasn't about anything at all. Right. right, and she doesn't say, she's like, I didn't want you to die. And it's like, that that's not, did they do it because she wouldn't die? And she's like, I don't know, the movie's almost over, man. It's like 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I think what they accidentally flipped the character names in the script for I the very end and right. shot it that way. It makes no fucking sense. Because right before she left, right before they took her away, it wasn't like she was wavering. She literally says, Nope, I love you and I will see you in glory. Like, she doesn't give mm-hmm. a shit about dying. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. But I think the real line is, you took the mark. 
Well, they said they'd let me keep my beanie on if I did. So <laughs> really and you can tell that we're almost to the end because at this point, the fat lady sings. Quite literally, <laughs> Chubb starts singing Amazing Grace poorly on her way to the execution chamber. <laughs> oh, we have to talk about the execution thing. First off, college Republican is in the room looking like you will take the mark or else prepare to debate me. We have to talk about their guillotine oh, because they don't, just, yes. they don't just have a guillotine. They have a guillotine no. that drops into a lava pit <laughs> and, and has an aperture instead of a blade, right? Right, right. He's like, the guy's like, look, you're either going to be burned to death or your head is chopped off. We honestly don't even know. uh, We're also going to electrocute you while we're doing this and inject you with some shit. It's weird. We also scattered some poison on there. Like it might, I don't know. It also might kick in. I'm not sure. Just every, every execution method kind of. And also I love how, how, how sweet she is about like, really, you got to figure the executioner is like, She's he's like, finally. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Stick your head through there. I, I didn't even have to tell you. You're so awesome. I know. I know. The, the bodyguard or the, you know, the, the henchmen are like, oh, we usually have to, you know, drag people into this thing. But you just kinda... <laughs> she's lifting it. She's angling her neck at the right point. He's like, dude, MVP. I just want you to know MVP. <laughs> I know. She goes to the executioner. So he's like, hey, what kind of cut do you like on this thing? Do you like when the <laughs> neck is like a, like when you're cutting flowers and you want the pointy stem thing? You want that? Thank you. What kind of angle? So a uh, college Republican goes, you have one last chance to take the mark. And she looks at him and she goes, amazing grace. Yeah. And he's like, okay, like, kill oh her before God, she gets she's to the singing, next fucking her head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, we're all rooting for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they chop her head off and the movie ends. <sighs> yep. Yep. She <laughs> just dies. End of movie. For all we know, this is the genius of Web Pickers Gill. His way of trolling the Christian community. Like, literally, no, she just died. Nothing good happened. Was- <laughs> yeah, the movie just goes black. And, and furthermore, the New World Order, pretty good government. Yeah, people had food, health care. No, yes, it's all good. Right. She, she just died for nothing. <laughs> all right. So in summary of the movie, I feel like these these movie antichrists are a little too married to the head chopping off thing. So with the apocalypse, no doubt, right around the corner, I've been told a number of times, any advice that you guys might have? Because we're obviously we're going to be on the Antichrist side. Um, any advice for future Antichrist on maybe some spiffier execution methods or? Ooh, ooh, uh, Trump care. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Slightly more humane would be, I think, a combination gallows, electric chair, gas chamber. Ooh. Can they do all three of the, it's Just pick your lane, man. You don't need, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Once you've got the lava pit, everything else is useless, guys. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh wait, 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 is he still alive? I forgot to inject him. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, well, Thomas, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us tonight. We always enjoy the hell out of uh, doing these movies with you. If, if the listeners uh, haven't gotten enough of you, though, where, where can they go to find some more? Oh, th- and thank you so much. I love doing this show. It is my favorite. That was a lot of fun. Go to Serious Inquiries Only if you want some serious stuff, or I, I hope everyone's listening to Opening Arguments. It's, in my opinion, the best source of uh, knowing what the hell's going on in this day and age, legally and politically. But uh, but if you think I'm funny, you can check out Comedy Shoeshine. If you want to talk and listen to philosophy, uh, then check out Philosophers in Space. Way, way too many projects. Yeah, and we'll have them are. all linked on the show notes, of course. And while that does it for our review of New World Order, that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to do this again next week, apparently. So, Eli, tell us. 
What's on deck? Well, Noah, I got Heath a little birthday present, a little film that we've heard of before, but we've been saving Obama Nude. Oh, oh That's I'm right. so excited. It's the origin of Obama as told by crazy judge guy, director yes. slash writer, creator of our favorite Robert Loja anti-abortion <laughs> I'm films. so excited. I've been looking forward <laughs> to this one for so long. All right. Well, with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 159. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the outro quick so we can get to that faster. Um, <laughs> so let's get do it for episode 159. Once again, huge thanks to Thomas Smith for hanging out with us tonight. And perhaps even a huger thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an extended ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Thomas Smith and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promise to work hard to earn another check next week. Until then, We'll leave you with the Breakfast Club clothes. Noah is aware that some of you pronounce it wool. Don't tweet at us. The Antichrist's minions eventually did hit puberty. It's wool, goddammit. It rhymes it's, with It's tool. a regional dialect. It's a regional dialect <laughs> thing. It's just different. Some people say wool. Some people say wool. But it's, it's a thing. It's a word. People say wool. It's a whole thing. So Heath will be back next week? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what he thinks of me pronouncing book. But your right. ad for the your read for the stamps.com ad is gonna be really fresh and that's important. <laughs> <laughs> That's, trust me, you you not having pre-read the stamps.com ad is important to me. Uh, so I'm the editor, okay. I can count to five like a motherfucker. <laughs> You've memorized yeah. it now. I did. Starting, I, I did. I used yeah. to have to look at my notes, but no, I'm, I'm good. starting to resent it. It's like the ten count. I got it's a ten count. I was so mad, and then the five count was so fresh. And now I'm like, I don't know. It's <laughs> What if Noah went one and then we just joined him on two and three? I don't. I, I don't want to get into it, but I'm just saying. Gotta establish the timing. Anyway, the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.